Chapter thirty seven of Lost Man's Lane by Anna Catherine Green. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. I astonish Mr. Grice, and he astonishes me. But as we approached the group of curious people which now filled up the whole highway in front of Mother Jane's cottage, I broke from the nightmare into which this last discovery had thrown me and turning to William, said with a resolute air, "'You and your sisters are not of one mind regarding these disappearances. You ascribe them to Deacon Spear, but they—whom do they ascribe them to? I shouldn't think it would take a woman of your wit to answer that question.' The rebuke was deserved. I had wit, but I had refused to exercise it my blind partiality for a man of pleasing exterior and magnetic address had prevented the cool play of my usual judgment due to the occasion and the trust which had been imposed in me by mr gryce resolved that this should end no matter at what cost to my feelings i quietly said you allude to mr trome that is the name he carelessly assented girls you know let their prejudices run away with them an old grudge yes i tentatively put in he persecuted your mother and so they think him capable of any wickedness the growl which william gave was not one of dissent but i don't care what they think said he looking down at the heap of fruit which lay between us i'm trome's friend and don't believe one word they choose to insinuate against him what if he didn't like what my mother did we didn't like it either and william i calmly remarked if your sisters knew that silly rufus had been found in deacon spear's barn they would no longer do mr trome this injustice no that would settle them that would give me a triumph which would last long after this matter was out of the way very well then said i i am going to bring about this triumph i am going to tell mr gryce at once what we have discovered in deacon spear's barn and without waiting for his ah yes or no i jumped from the buggy and made my way to the detective's side his welcome was somewhat unexpected ah fresh news he exclaimed i see it in your eye what have you chanced upon madam in your disinterested drive into town i thought i had eliminated all expression from my face and that my words would bring a certain surprise with them but it is useless to try to surprise mr gryce you read me like a book said i i have something to add to the situation mr gryce i have just come from the other end of the lane where i found a clue which may shorten the suspense of this weary day and possibly save lucetta from the painful task she has undertaken in our interests mr chittenden's ring i paused for the exclamation of encouragement he is accustomed to give on such occasions and while i paused prepared for my accustomed triumph he did not fail me in the exclamation nor did i miss my expected triumph was not found by mother jane 
or even brought to her in any ordinary way or by any ordinary messenger it came to her on a pigeon's neck the pigeon you will find lying dead among the bushes in the knollis yard he was amazed he controlled himself but he was very visibly amazed his exclamations proved it madam miss butterworth this ring mr chittenden's ring whose presence in her hut we thought an evidence of guilt was brought to her by one of her pigeons so she told me i aroused her fury by showing her the empty husk in which it had been concealed in her rage at its loss she revealed the fact i have just mentioned it is a curious one sir and one i am a little proud to have discovered curious it is more than curious it is bizarre and will rank i am safe in prophesying as one of the most remarkable facts that have ever adorned the annals of the police madam when i say i envy you the honour of its discovery you will appreciate my estimate of it and you but when did you find this out and what explanation are you able to give of the presence of this ring on a pigeon's neck sir to your first question i need only reply that i was here two hours or so ago and to the second that everything points to the fact that the ring was attached to the bird by the victim himself as an appeal for succour to whoever might be fortunate enough to find it unhappily it fell into the wrong hands that is the ill luck which often befalls prisoners prisoners yes cannot you imagine a person shut up in an inaccessible place making some such attempt to communicate with his fellow creatures but what inaccessible place have we in wait said i you have been in deacon spear's barn certainly many times but the answer glib as it was showed shock i began to gather courage well said i there is a hiding place in that barn which i dare declare you have not penetrated do you think so madam a little loft way up under the eaves which can only be reached by clambering over the rafters didn't deacon spear tell you there was such a place no but william then i inexorably pursued he says he pointed such a spot out to you and that you pooh-poohed at it as inaccessible and not worth the searching william is a madam i beg your pardon but william has just wit enough to make trouble but there is such a place there i urged and what is more there is someone hidden in it now i saw him myself you saw him saw a part of him in short saw his hand he was engaged in scattering crumbs for the pigeons that does not look like starvation smiled mr gryce with the first hint of sarcasm he had allowed himself to make use of in this interview no said i but the time may not have come to inflict this penalty on silly rufus he has been there but a few days and well what have i said now nothing ma'am nothing 
but what made you think the hand you saw belonged to silly rufus because he was the last person to disappear from this lane the last what am i saying he wasn't the last lucetta's lover was the last mr gryce could that hand have belonged to mr ostrander i was intensely excited so much so that mr gryce made me a warning gesture hush he whispered you are attracting attention that hand was the hand of mr ostrander and the reason why i did not accept william knollys's suggestion to search the deacon's barn loft was because i knew it had been chosen as a place of refuge by this missing lover of lucetta End of chapter 37